0: It's Thursday, and we're starting off the program with breaking news. I'm looking out into the palatial WSB radio courtyard, and holy smokes, it's not raining. Yay. All praise Kirk Mellish doing the anti-rain dance, finally. Dry weather has returned to Metro Atlanta. Hey, guys, we're live on a Thursday. Got a monstrously big show tonight. Little Sanjay's going to join us with Would You Rather. Johnny Kilbasa with a faster review. My buddy High Pitch Erickson Studio is going to play along with us in the second hour. But we got to start with an update. I mean, it's like a daily occurrence here, Deb Green. Uh, cor- the latest on coronavirus. Nationally, 200 plus cases and 12 deaths. Locally, we got an update from the governor just a little bit ago. but And because we're talking about coronavirus so much, Chuck, we've decided to come up with a little sounder. Now, I can't imagine that Slade's going to use this in the news, but we got a little Mark Aram show, coronavirus sounder. So every time we talk about coronavirus, folks know what we're talking about.
1: Coronavirus.
0: Theme to the Wonder, to wonder Woman? No? No good? All right. It's a work in progress. I like it.
1: Who's the voice?
0: Coronavirus. COVID-19. COVID-19. Oh, there it is at the end. Let me hear the end again. I didn't, I I cut it out before but I played it earlier. So we got the COVID-19. There There we go. So if it ever, if the coronavirus ever changes and it becomes COVID-20, we can have Scotty B do the back end on that. So anyway, without further ado, an update on coronavirus. Our own Wonder Woman at the State Capitol, Sandra Parrish, joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Sandra. How are you?
2: I'm great, Mark. How are you?
0: Excellent. Thanks for staying late and joining us. The uh, governor had a press conference, uh, I guess, a little after four this afternoon. And uh, what uh, what updates did he provide on the coronavirus situation here in Georgia?
2: Well, he actually delivered this message. Let me play this soundbite. Actually, I just played it in the newscast for you. Hold, hold on.
3: This is still no time for Georgians to panic. We uh, have no additional cases at this time.
2: So that was the big message today. Although... The state's uh, top medical doctor, uh, Dr. Kathleen Toomey, the, uh, she's the commissioner of the Department of Public Health, did come on and say that the chances of the cases going up now are very possible because they're doing more testing for the virus. The CDC has lifted the strict guidelines as to who could be tested. You know, before it was it was those who had traveled or those who were directly in contact with someone with the virus. They've lifted those guidelines so more people are being tested. As a matter of fact, they've said they've now tripled the number of, of cases that the uh, that the state has tested for. Um, so, So nothing new yet, but she says if any new cases do develop, they are likely to be very mild, and she still does not believe there is a risk of a widespread outbreak in the state.
0: That's great. Sandra Paris joining us live from the state capitol building. Uh, so uh, the way I heard the, the press conference was, Sandra, now the state of Georgia has more test kits available so they're able to widen in the testing net now. If if folks uh, maybe just feel like they might have it, even though they didn't travel, they might be able to get tested now.
2: Right, they... Uh, all the states have gotten 2,500 testing kits, and she says as of today, they've only tested 50. And so, and the other difference is the state's lab can now do its own testing. It still gets them confirmed by the CDC, but before, once they, they got the test, they had to send it to the CDC and wait on confirmation. And if you recall um, from the, case, the two cases that Georgia has, the, the father who had traveled was tested Saturday, but we didn't get uh, confirmed results. I think it was Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So so now the state can do um, the testing, see the results. They still would have to be confirmed, but it would know you know, rather quickly if someone actually uh, tested positive.
0: While it's great news that we've had no more positive tests and there's no reason to panic. And I agree with all of that. I would think that the biggest concern for residents of Georgia and for the government is the fact that we have the world's busiest airport here, right? So even if, if, if everything has settled down, there's always a chance that maybe people flying in from possible impacted areas or had been traveling around the world might bring additional cases to Georgia.
2: That's right. And we did hear he had, at the press conference, the governor did had, have the head of Hartsfield-Jackson come in and talk about the deep cleaning that they were doing on all the planes, hopefully, hoping to mitigate any cases that do come in.
0: And I saw nationally uh, a couple of airlines, I didn't see Delta on this list, but a couple of airlines have cut back. They've scaled back their domestic flights uh, between five and 10 percent. I think it was uh, United and perhaps American that have started to scale back. And I think that's just a reflection, Sandra, of Folks really not wanting to travel anywhere right now. There's no demand for them to fly around.
2: Right. That's exactly right. And, you know, I think we haven't seen it yet. I think maybe some conventions or other things coming to town could possibly be affected. So I think um, Jared was talking this morning uh, on the Eric Von Hessler show about some concerts that have been canceled. So I I think it's just we're at the start of this. Um, Maybe as more cases develop. And people do see that they are mild. Perhaps people will will feel more comfortable. You know, if if it's more like the flu, you know, people might be more comfortable. But right now we're at the beginning stages and there's just so much fear of the unknown right now. The governor even saying don't go get masks. You know, that's the big thing. You've seen all the masks have been sold out. He says you don't need them.
4: Don't go get them.
0: By the way, the the Mark Aram show uh, coronavirus masks have not yet been delivered. I people keep asking me on social media because we ordered them. How long ago did they
4: said minimum two weeks, which yeah. would have been last week. So this is week three, but they're also in mad production and yeah. stuff. So I'm hoping next week we get them. So I
0: thought we were ahead of the curve ordering Mark Aram show coronavirus masks, but they're still not here yet. So the as soon as they come in, Sandra, I know the governor says don't buy them, but I'll save you one.
2: I, I appreciate that. I wanna know how much did you have to pay for those?
0: How much were they, Deb? How many did we get?
2: We got two hundred.
0: Two hundred. They were a lot. A lot of money. Oh yeah. great. All right. Can't <laughs> wait to see that bill. But well, don't worry, Sandra. I cannot-
2: I just can't believe how much the price gouging, and he mentioned that too. I mean, that's something they're very concerned about right now. We looked online last night. You know the Lysol wipes you get; you pull yeah. them out of the little container. We looked online on Amazon last night. A three pack was like a hundred bucks wow. for something you probably pay twelve bucks for. Not even. Store. I
0: got some at Publix the other day. So Publix on, on uh, Howell Mill still has them, Sandra. I'll scoop up some for you as well. Thank you, Mark. Uh, live it. from the state capitol, as always. Thank you, Sandra.
2: You're welcome, Mark.
0: We'll talk to you soon. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. We check traffic updates every six minutes. It's not raining, Doug Turnbull. You said Eric, then Alex, then Mark. That's like my dad. For as long as I've been alive, my dad is, you've met my dad, uh, Chuck. Nicest guy in the world. But he, he, he never says my name right the first time. He always go, he goes Al, which is my mom's name, Alice. Rich, which is my younger brother. And then Mark. So it's always, Al, Rich Mark. For, for as long as my brother's been alive, it's I've been the third on his mind. He's like, Al Remark. That's, that's how he refers to me. Uh, updating the coronavirus here, um, so the, the Masters put out a statement, Deb, saying, we're okay. We're good to go, which is good. That's a big event. I, and it's outdoors, and I think there's less concern, right? You're on an open golf course, wind blowing, I think there'd be less cause for concern. You can blow all the germs right in your face. Well, I mean they go into the <laughs> into the majestic trees at uh, parts per billion it'll be. Fine. Yeah, parts per billion. Uh, but the what I'm waiting to see, I don't think we've heard yet from the final four, which is going to be here. I mean, that's an enclosed deal.
4: Now, I know in Europe they've shut down a lot of events like soccer. Yeah. No, no no fans, so just the broadcast, what? just the teams and they the people They floated
5: that for the final four. Yeah. I they, heard that in a radio broadcast that they floated out. Haven't decided yet. I was yep.
0: in I was in one of those. Uh, this was the SEC championship game. We were talking about the tornadoes the other day, the downturn tornado. So there was damage done. They moved the SEC championship game to the Georgia Tech basketball That's right. facility. And they they closed it off to the public. So there was it was the SEC championship game. Georgia was in it, and I think they were playing Missouri and the stands were empty. It was like uh, media and the players and the coaches. Yeah. And it was it was amazing. I mean, it literally, were, it was like you're watching watching a high school basketball game, but it was the SEC championship game. But it was one of the most surreal sporting events I've ever been to. The drawback with that, Chuck, is you couldn't get a hot dog. No. <laughs> there was no concessions. No. Speaking of hot dogs, Deb, we had – did you guys get the hot dog today? I did. Shake Shack brought in hot dogs and hamburgers.
4: The Shake Meister.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's good not bad were they uh the fried onions fried on onions, top and yeah. cheese on the on the mm-hmm. the hot dog sauce mind-blowing mind-blowing anyway I sorry I just want to give them a plug it, it was really good uh yesterday on the show we had that short show and we talked about uh because we if you can't the hand sanitizers all all sold out right that we said we well, just pour vodka on your hands Yeah. So uh, apparently Tito's was listening to the show last night because they released a statement and they're like, don't use our vodka. Oh, use the other guys. Well, no, not even because the CDC saying you need uh, an alcohol with 60% alcohol. Oh, well, there's plenty of those. Yeah, but Tito's is like, we're only 40%. (laughs) So Tito's, thank you for listening to Tito's Vodka, by the way. Listen to the Mark Aram show. But they reached out and they said, listen, Aram. Don't use our vodka, because it's only 40% alcohol I by volume. It, okay. Parts per billion, if you will. Yeah, Parts per billion. Yeah, so I guess that's our daily coronavirus update? Sure. All right, there we go. Like do wait, it. Do you want to play that sounder again? Do you still have that queued up? I, th- I like it. I think we're going to shorten it a little bit. I'll work on it. Yeah, I just want it. Coronavirus.
6: Coronavirus. <laughs>
0: Good job, Eric.
6: Coronavirus. There you go.
0: High-pitch Eric on backup vocals. And then it's got to be COVID-19. All right. We'll continue to discuss uh, coronavirus. Wes Moss is going to join us at uh, 638 to talk about the stock market. Since this whole coronavirus thing hit, I have not logged into my financial accounts. I just, uh, ignorance is bliss, head in the yeah, sand. Don't yeah, do I it. don't blame you. I don't want to know how much I've lost on paper because I'm not cashing it out yet. But uh, Wes Moss, our Money Matters host, is going to join us and provide some sense of assemblacy and normalcy to our lives. And that's what we do here at the station. And I know I know like we to play, like to play around here on the Mark Aram show, but we have Sabrina Cupid, the health reporter. We got Sandra Parrish at the Capitol, Jamie Dupree in, Duc- in D.C. We, we know how to handle these news stories. You're not going to get hype. You're not going to get hyperbole. The news team's going to give you the facts, Jack. And that's what we're going to do here. Whether it's coronavirus, the stock market, the election, whatever, we have your back. We'll make sure you're getting the truth on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. 49 dry degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you for a full show tonight. Coming up uh, all the way till 8 p.m. Second hour, big stuff. Johnny Kielbasa, Fast Food Review, and uh, Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. Uh, your daily Corona virus update there from Sandra Parrish at the state capitol. Michael joins us on the program. What's going on, Michael?
3: Hey, guys. Just want to mention about uh, the lack of hysteria the governor's talking about. I think that's amazing. We're spending... Billions of dollars, the stock markets crash, people are sheltered in and and nobody blinks an eye on any of the other things that are affecting this. You know, traffic deaths. Yeah. yet We're distracted driving. And, Here, and here's here's, and,
0: here's my, my take on this. And I think you're 100 percent right. But the markets are crashing not because of panic in the U.S. Like it's not that's not what it is. And we'll talk to Wes Moss in about a second. The markets are tumbling because of what's going on in China right now. That's the impact. The fact that there have been, I don't know how many hundreds of deaths and they've shut down provinces and they've shut down factories. So the fact that you can't get Purell at Walmart right now is not why the stock markets are, are, dro- are dropping. It's because the, the supply chain through China, everything is made in China right now. My Donald Trump tie was made in China. China's shut down right now. That's why the markets are, are struggling. We'll talk about the markets with Wes Moss when we come back, host of Money Matters, and more of your calls. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. 639, 49 dry degrees on Peachtree Street. It was a little warm coming in, though. We'll call it a five on the Mark Aram Show Back Sweat Meter. Welcome back to the program. The Bananas and I with you till 8 in the p.m. Second hour, little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Our buddy high pitch Eric from the Howard Stern Show is going to play there. And uh, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. We're continuing to update you on coronavirus. We heard from Sandra Parrish live at the state capitol. The governor uh, having a press conference today. Status quo as far as the number of cases in Georgia. And the good news is we got more testing kits now. So uh, hopefully that if there are still people out there that haven't been tested and they are positive, we'll Get him. we'll get him quarantined and uh, everything will be okay before the uh the news we had a caller talking about the uh, the dow and and what's been happening there joining us live in studio host of money matters our money dude wes moss wes welcome to the show brother how are you always good
5: to be here mark always good to be here
0: um real quick so the the caller again i'm not a financial guy i don't know what kind of guy i am but uh i, I think a big part of the market uh ups and downs it's not so much that there's panic in the u.s about it you know people are going out and buying the Purell and all that but the the big disruption in the in the supply chain that is china i mean china produces everything for the world and they've really ratcheted down what they're producing because of so many people that have been quarantined and they've shut off whole cities to me that has spurred most of the market decline am i right or wrong on that
5: I think a lot of it has to do with... So that's certainly the initial impetus of all of this. Yeah. And remember, we, we've we've talked about here on the station, I've, I've talked a lot about how dramatically lower production was in China, so much so that our satellite imaging can show that pollution was down. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. And you're measuring the pollution down 25% because only a third of, of people going back to work after the lunar, ho- lunar holiday. So yes, absolutely worry about supply chains. However... Pretty quickly, China got back to work. So the next week, it was something like 55%. Supposedly, now we're getting closer back to 75% capacity. So I don't know. Yes, there's definitely supply chain uh, disruption. There's going to be missing parts, which means you can't make a full iPhone, though. I've actually heard analysts for Apple say specifically there was enough in the supply chain reserved to to not interrupt full production. So it really depends on the company. And I think China is getting back to work. In fact, pollution levels have skyrocketed again, which just means that China is very much getting back to earth, getting back to work. What I think the U.S. markets are very nervous about now is they just woke up, and this is really only a couple weeks ago. They went from thinking, oh, totally contained over there Mm -hmm. to, wait a minute, it's here. And we went from... Absolute calm about it to wait a minute, we have got to readjust our thinking. Now, if you think about, and you you guys were talking earlier about all the different all the different economic events that are getting canceled, those are very real economic events. If you think about just off the top of my head, the ExxonMobil conference in Houston, you know, 80 countries coming in, gone. Think about the lost. Uh, revenue, the major conferences in Miami. You know, Green Day is, 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 you know, canceling tours. Uh, Mission Impossible 7 isn't getting filmed. I mean, it is, the Louvre is closed. But it's very widespread in America, and it's the conference business, and it's the travel business, and then it's all the knock-on effects I so think energy. I looked at Delta today, Delta stock and Marriott stock down 7% today. And then, and then think about energy in general is down another 5% today. And then here's what's happening. Everyone's running to safety. Everyone's running to safety. So what are they doing? They're buying government bonds. It's a safe place to be. Government bonds have been up over the last couple of weeks. Great. But? But it's pushed down interest rates. Mm-hmm. And interest rates have gone down so much. It's good news. If you want to get a mortgage, it's terrible news for banks.
0: Assuming that th- that things don't become widespread. Let's, let's uh, go glass half full on this. Two hundred cases in in the U.S. right now, twelve deaths. Let's just say that's it. We've hit the peak and no more cases, no more deaths. Do you see a quick recovery to both the economic climate and the stock market, or is this something that's going to be around depending on what goes on internationally?
5: Yeah, I'm a huge believer of the t- the following two fat or two things that I've again I've talked to Johns Hopkins about this. I've talked to the CDC about this. Former CDC uh, epidemiologists and I believe that two things are are going to happen. One the bad news is the the number of cases and then this is my opinion and those of and the medical community is going to absolutely skyrocket okay. starting next week. Like not it's so it's almost it's almost laughable. You're getting I got an alert today, two people in LA, yeah. right? I would be prepared for 20,000 people next week. Uh, 100,000 people because this thing has been going for months and months and months. We just have had z- virtually zero testing. Next week, we're going to have 1.5 million test kits available. So if you're going to look for it, you're going to find it. And it's been here. And 81% of cases are not even showing up.
0: Wes just took my half glass full and poured it on the floor. Thank you.
5: No, 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 no. no, Actually, this is good news, Mark. And this is why I want to say that. So the number of cases is going to go up. But what's really been scaring people is the mortality percentage rate.
0: Can we talk about that when we come back? All right. Wes Moss, host of Money Matters, live in studio. Uh, Wes agrees with my advice. Don't log on to your 401k for a while. I haven't touched (laughs) that thing since coronavirus, COVID-19 broke out. Uh, And we'll maybe take some calls, too. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB. Talk on Twitter and Instagram. At Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show on WSB. Seven in front of seven on the Mark Aram Show. Wes Moss, host of Money Matters in studio, talking about uh, coronavirus and the impact on the markets. Uh, anytime we talk about the coronavirus, we have our new coronavirus sounder.
1: Coronavirus.
0: All right, we're, we're, we're going to get the new one with high-pitch Eric in there. Uh, coronavirus update with Wes Moss. Uh, Wes, the markets, we've been talking about it uh, before uh, we went to break. You were talking about that mortality rate, the 3.4% mortality rate that folks have been talking about might not be a valid number, you're saying. It, I,
5: don't think it, I don't think it's a valid number at all. And I think it's a really misleading number because three plus percent is a scary number. And, sure. and I think it really, it hits economic activity. And if economic activity stops or slows down, then we go into recession and the market gets even worse. What I think... We will understa- come to understand relatively soon is that, and this is from talking to Johns Hopkins, uh, infectious disease doctors, uh, former CDC epidemiologists, is that the, it, we're undercounting the number of cases dramatically.
0: Because people aren't getting tested. Right. Yeah. Because
5: eighty some percent of folks that have this don't even have any symptoms or they have a stuffy nose. So it is likely that and I don't know these numbers at all, and again, I'm qualified, I'm not a doctor, not an epidemiologist, I'm a con I'm I'm trying to figure this out economically. It's very likely that the death stay at three three thousand mm-hmm. and we we all of a sudden find out that there's a million people walking around planet Earth, because this has been here since November, that also have the coronavirus, which takes the mortality rate from this scary 3, 3.5% number to 0.3 or 0.4. And and the, the, the some of the research that I've seen, and there's a couple different examples of this, is that it, it is certainly, again, this is coming from doctors at Johns Hopkins, certainly below 1% could be as low as 0.1 to 0.5. And guess what? 0.1 to 0.5 is a lot like the flu. The it's, flu. it's worse than the flu. The flu numbers, of course, 17, 18 were 40 44.8 million people had the flu in the U.S., 61,000 people died. The, there were 20 million people, about 46% of people got hospitalized. 800,000 people, or, or I'm sorry, about 20, about 20 million people went to the doctor about 800,000 people went to the hospital and 61,000 people died. So yeah. It's a 0.14. That's
0: a scary number. That is a scary number. No- I mean, 60,000 people dying of the flu every year. We don't really discuss it, but that that have been, uh, those have been the facts for, for quite some time. Um, th- real quick, you've been talking to the folks at John Hopkins, CDC, et cetera. Uh, the symptoms they say similar to the flu, but more severe. Is this a more severe illness than than your standard flu? So
5: th- this is another point that I, that I think they they've, have told me that is important and that another reason why it's irresponsible to have this big headline number is that you're not looking at it stratospherically. You're not looking at the different age groups. And the age groups are really important. If you look at zero to nine, zero fatalities, like little kids. I got yeah. four of them. Zero uh, t- from basically 10 to 19, 19 or 20 to, to 30, those mortality rates right now are already at like point two. Yeah. So I think we're under we're overcounting the whole thing because we're focused that we're getting a big average number what I think we need to be more conscious of is that, yeah, this is pretty scary for 70 and 80 year olds.
0: Real quick, I know I haven't log- logged on to my 401k. Is this a buying opportunity?
5: It, it, it will be, It it is, and it will be because I think there'll be a little bit more panic before the, the, the world realizes that this is not the end of the world. This is likely very much like another flu and we'll get through it and, and we'll get back to normal relatively quickly in the next couple months.
0: Wes Moss, tell the folks when we can listen to you, buddy.
5: Uh, nine to eleven, we're talking uh, money matters. We're talking coronavirus, and we're talking Super Tuesday politics impact on the market this Sunday.
0: Oh, all right. So there is also a uh, you know as always there are multiple factors on the market, and Super Tuesday was certainly one. Wes, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming in studio, my friend. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna do Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. High pitch. Eric's gonna play along with us. Plus your calls at four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Welcome back to the show in a good one day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 7.07, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Uh, majority of my family on board tonight. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the program. Schlongoria, the Stoic Eskimos off tonight. So uh, Justin Ovi on the other side of the takeout window. And then there's oh, oh, Low T. Low Tea. Low T Chuck screening your calls. We got a fun second hour. Little Sanjay, would you rather? Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review. We're going to take uh, your calls uh, continuing on coronavirus if you want. We got some great insight there from Wes Moss and Sandra Parish, And we've updated our new coronavirus sounder, Justin.
6: Coronavirus.
0: COVID 19. There you go. High pitch Eric from The Stern Show with the new. Well, let me hear that one more time. That was really good. This is our new. Coronavirus. 19. High pitch, Eric, voicing that for us. Thank you for doing that, Eric, by the way. That's good stuff, my friend.
6: Oh, you're very welcome.
0: And you just jumped in on that, too. You just jumped in and sang it. And I was like, brilliant. Yeah. So, Deb uh, recorded you in the studio. Thanks for coming in. Uh, Eric's in town. Eric from the Howard Stern Show uh, since 1997. That's right. when I first started WSB Radio. So, we've had the same amount of radio career, you and I. Yes. Obviously, you with more notoriety. Um but our buddy Shuley is going to perform uh, on stage, stand up comedy, Saturday, Saturday at the uh, Highland Inn Ballroom. Yes. And uh, maybe you might make an appearance on stage there.
6: Yeah, absolutely. All and we're right. going to.
0: Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be in the audience. I'm not going to be on stage. So, Eric drove out from New York, and you're going to play what Would You Rather with us in in just a second. Yes. All well, right. maybe
6: I'll call you up on stage.
0: Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. 404 872 750 800 WSB Talk. David <laughs> joins us on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, David?
3: I had a quick comment about um, the coronavirus and the door, door and hardware industry.
0: In the which industry?
3: The door and hardware industry. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So oh, I work for a national door and hardware distributor, a billion-dollar-a-year industry. There's probably 100 other companies that do what we do. So the coronavirus, people worried about 401K. Somebody asked me today, well, what really is the driver that's slowing all the, uh, the economy Economy down, what's squeezing and why a 401k and it's a lot more than technology and Dorn Hardware is not really sexy to talk about, but uh, what we've seen uh, from the coronavirus, we order a lot of uh, import brands
7: mm-hmm.
3: we, uh, from overseas in you know, Dorn Hardware and this supports and keeps the uh, new construction industry uh, in motion. Sure. So a lot of renovations, the new construction projects, locks right now. to a single locksmith um, business is affected. So it started off uh, the coronavirus and these factories where they make all this import brand door and hardware is the same uh, province or in China Wuhan where this coronavirus started.
0: The Wuhan so the
3: factories have shut down, uh, but the workers are coming back. Uh, containers were held up at port, but it's just uh, our buyers are calling uh, the uh, overseas people. It's just a temporary squeeze. Okay, so you, um, you think long term, much- long
0: term will be okay on the door and hardware business?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, all right,
0: I'm, David. Thank you for the call. 404 872 751 1-800-WSB-TALK.
6: It's, time. it's time. time for Would You Rather? Rather with Little Sanjay. He's
0: the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday on the Mark Arab Show. He's Little Sanjay and Would You Rather. How are you, Sanj?
1: I'm doing well, man. Staying busy.
0: Hey, uh, uh, quick, uh, before we get into Would You Rather, uh, Asif Manvi's birthdays today, by the way, if you want to give your, uh, your cousin a shout-out.
1: That's right, and Asif. Maybe Happy one day birthday. I'll tell the
0: story about me, you, and him in your basement. <laughs> not tonight, but maybe not one. Not the air. Yeah, not for yeah. the air. Maybe one day. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. Sanjay's going to ask us on answerable questions. We're going to answer them in the studio. I want you to play along in your car, and maybe if one of them strikes you your fancy, ask your coworkers tomorrow and see what they say. High-pitch Eric's going to be playing in studio, Sanjay, so a lot of extra pressure, buddy. I hope you brought your A-game tonight.
1: Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. All
0: right. First question.
1: All right, number one, would you rather watch a TV series with a one-second audio delay or a one-second video
0: delay. Ooh, that's intriguing. Um, so the audio's delayed by one second, or the video's delayed by one second? Correct. It's tough unless I have an example in front of me. I'm going to just say audio delayed by one second.
4: I, I think I watch a lot of audio delay anyway, yeah. and I watch foreign language stuff. Well, so that it doesn't really matter. Yeah, the audio for so you. I'll do the audio delay. I'm trying.
0: Like sometimes when I'm watching a Georgia football game, I the I'll listen to the radio and Scott Howard's call here on WSB and watch it on like CBS. And it's tough to sync them up entirely. So I think I'll go with, yeah, I'm going to stick with the audio delay. Eric, uh, one second audio delay or one second video delay? I
6: would have to say audio delay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Eric, by the way, is a regular on the uh, uh, CBS series, Blue Bloods. Is that right? Yes. With Tom Selleck and Donnie Wahlberg. Yes. Never an audio or video delay on Blue Bloods. Right. Yes, indeed. So you can catch Eric. New episodes what day?
6: Uh, This Friday night.
0: All right, this Friday night. Uh, Low T. I
6: cannot deal with an audio delay.
0: So you get the video delay? Yeah. When you're absolutely. online on those sites, you like to have the matched up with absolutely. the absolutely
5: yeah. And then I get too I get too obsessed with the fact it's not sync I can't yeah. do it. And you need a plot when you're yeah, watching those videos. Understood.
6: Because <laughs> so, you know I have two TVs, one in my bedroom, one in the living room. Yeah. And I and. The audio is delayed, like, by one second. And- room to room. Yeah. In
0: your palatial estate. Yeah. Yes. Justin Ovi on the other side of the takeout window.
1: Yeah, I have the same thing happen to me, but I'll do the uh, audio delay.
0: All right. Uh, weird first question. What's the next one, Silky?
1: <laughs> All right. Would you rather have no ice forever or have ice in every beverage from now on?
0: i trying to think, I mean, Scotch on the Rocks is really the only ice beverage where I need it, and I really could don't, guess I don't need it there. I guess soda, um, coffee is my main beverage, so I, I don't want to drink ice coffee. I, I need a nice hot cup of coffee at four in the morning, so I'm going to go no no ice ever.
4: I like cold drinks, but I don't need ice at all. Okay. So, uh, yeah, get rid of the ice.
0: Uh, High pitch, Eric, you want no ice ever or ice in everything you drink?
6: Ice in everything I drink. Really? Because on a hot day, you need ice coffee.
0: That's all right. So, yeah. so you don't like the hot beverages as much as you do as the in cold beverages? In the morning, beverages.
6: I love hot coffee, yeah. but in the afternoon, you need that iced
4: coffee.
0: But in Sanjay's world, you can't have hot coffee anymore. That's okay with you? Because you'd have to have iced coffee every morning now. Forever. Forever. You can never have a hot cup of coffee.
6: Well, during the summer, I drink iced coffee. <laughs> so, so, yeah, So it's, I so it's...
0: What do you what do you like What do you like more What do you drink more Hot coffee or iced coffee?
6: Iced coffee.
0: All right, so you're gonna pick with ice in every beverage. Yeah. Uh Chuck, you're a beer guy mostly. Doesn't really impact your world. What are you doing, No ice or always ice?
5: Get rid of the ice.
0: Get rid of the ice. He says. It. All right, uh, Justin Ovi from uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I would think you'd want warm beverages to stay warm in uh, in Illinois. You eh,
1: why'd you say
0: the yes? <laughs> There's no noise in I Illinois. Know. I understood.
1: Um, I
7: don't know. That's kind of a toughie because there are some drinks that I like to drink that have ice in them. Yeah. So I think I will rather be safe than sorry and take the ice.
0: Okay. I really, literally, Johnny Walker Black on the Rocks is the only beverage where I need ice. And I guess I could just put it in the freezer and keep it cold. Uh, good question, Sanjay. What's the next one, buddy?
1: All right. Would you rather grow up poor in a first world country or grow up rich in a third world country?
0: Wow. Say that again. That's deep.
1: Would you rather grow up poor in a first world country? And I'm not talking homeless. I'm just talking at the lower, lower end
0: of Would the... You,
1: yes. Would you rather grow up poor in a first world country or grow up rich in a third world country?
0: I'm going to pull an audio on this and bring in Russ from Gainesville to answer this question. Russ, how are you, buddy? Hey, hey, how are you doing? Let me, get, let me get Russ's sounder here real quick. I want to talk to you. One more time. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. All to right, Russ, we're going to get to you in a second, but Sanjay, tell your question to Russ. I'm, I'm curious how Russ would answer this question.
1: All right. He's going to like the next one, but we'll get this one. <laughs> would you rather grow up poor in a first world country or grow up rich in a third world country?
3: Rich, always.
0: Rich in a third oh. world country. Interesting. Yep. Um, trying to think of a third world co- like All right, I'm picturing Haiti. So do I want to be the rich guy in Haiti? Or a poor guy in America. That's basically the bottom line here. Um, I think I'm going to go rich guy in Haiti. I think I'm... Deb?
4: I grew up poor in a first world country. Yeah. I have family that are wealthy in a third world country. It's still better being poor in a first world really? country. Oh, yes. Okay, interesting. Yep.
0: Good perspective there. Eric, do you want to be rich in a uh, third world country or poor in a first world country?
6: Oh, I would have to say rich in a third world country.
0: Yeah. Is there any third world country in particular you'd like to live in? Uh, Uzbekistan, Myanmar, Myanmar, trying to send Cuba. They got good cigars in Cuba,
6: yes, Cuba.
0: All right, so you'd be rich in Cuba, yes, yeah. I'll go with that. Low T, Chuck,
6: I'm
1: going rich in a third world country, yeah.
0: I mean, people will try to assassinate you, eh. but you're still you, you've got you yeah, know right. indoor plumbing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Justin,
1: yeah, I'll probably do rich in a third world country. All right,
0: next question that Russ is gonna like, says Sanjay. Go ahead, buddy.
1: All right, would you rather catch the coronavirus? Or
0: a curable STD? She's
6: Louise. That's a hard one.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go coronavirus because I'm not very susceptible, being I'm not elderly or infirmed. So I'll go coronavirus, not the STD. Russ in Gainesville, you want coronavirus or a curable STD? A curable STD.
1: I'll take the
0: STDs. I'm immune to them anyway. He he wants plural. He's like, give me multiple. I want STDs. (laughs) Russ knows what's up. Uh, Deb Green, what are you doing? Uh,
4: Not even a question. Coronavirus, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that build your immune system anyway? After you have it? Like if you have the flu? I'm not a doctor, Deb. I'll take coronavirus. It'd be easier to
0: explain to your husband, though.
4: (laughs) Or to him to me. Yeah. What what happened?
0: Uh, Sanjay, uh, would you rather question? (laughs) That's how I got it. Eric, what are you going to do?
6: I would asked I would have to say coronavirus.
0: Take the coronavirus. You don't want that STD. No. All right. Chris Wildling would never be with you with an STD. So no. Yeah. All right. Uh, Low T Chuck. What are you doing?
5: I give me the curable STD. Really? Yeah. It's curable. Who cares?
0: But coronavirus. I mean, you're you might young. My die
5: from coronavirus. You don't no. know. No. Did you not just no, hear West It doesn't West hurt Moss? young people you're, at all. you're gonna
0: be fine. You'll survive. It's like the flu.
5: You don't know that. I'm 41. I'm not 12.
0: <laughs> but you're like you're Stop. the healthiest of not, all of us. I'm, again. You want the curable... All right, pick your STD then. No, I'm not going that far. Sanjay, give him one uh, of the curable no, 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 no. STDs.
6: I'm
5: not going that far. I just said it. He said it was curable. I'll take the curable. All right, I'm not taking curable. a chance with the unknown. You're
0: going to have that discussion with your wife? Nah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Did I tell you this STD story? We'll blow past it. Was that your last question, Sanjay? Yeah, it was. Uh, Yeah. All right, Justin, is. real quick, your answer. Coronavirus. So my years ago, my buddy uh, got an STD, a curable STD. Sure? I don't even know what it was, but it was... uh you just get antibiotics and it gets yeah. rid of it knocks it out mm-hmm. and he uh, un- unknowingly spread it to his wife okay so he got it from someone else not his wife not his wife Ugh. and he had to th- come up with a reason for her to take the antibiotics and so what he did was every night after she went to bed he would crank the AC down to like 60 so she would catch a cold and have a reason oh, to take off. yes wow. to take the STDs I'm not That's saying that much. was Sanjay but uh um, <laughs> but isn't that crazy like, and it worked she caught a cold he got her the, the the antibiotics and and she was she
5: didn't wonder why he was cranking it down so far and well
0: she'd... he he was sneaky he would t- crank it down Obviously, while she was asleep he was sneaky and then sneaky. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then he would go turn it back up before she woke up I mean it was it, in wow. hindsight, he's, wow. it was a genius plan. Uh, believe it or not, Sanjay is the official account of the Mark Aram Show. You can find him on Facebook, Brass Tax Accounting, or online at Brass.tax. Well done tonight, Sanjay. My man. All right. Uh, we're going to come back. More of your calls. Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB. Talk on at Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Stick around. More to come of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Russ in Gainesville hung up. He hung up on us. Russ, call back. He we... might have
4: been busy with somebody. Yeah,
0: well he said <laughs> I can't even show you the it wasn't it wasn't a bad email, but it was an inappropriate email, oh, if that course. makes sense. Yep. Anyway, uh four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Jeffrey's in East Point, Georgia. Welcome to the Mark Aram show. Jeffrey, how are you, sir? Jeffrey? Everybody, clap your hands. Are the phones up? Yeah. All right. We lost Jeffrey. Anyway, that might be Russ calling back. Anyway, um, if you're just joining us, uh, we've got a new coronavirus sounder. Justin, on the other side of the takeout window, Deb, Deb made one uh, originally. So we've been updating coronavirus basically every show. So we decided to make a sounder to the mm-hmm. Wonder Woman thing theme. The old cartoon. Yeah, because I was just walking Bosco today. And, I, and the Wonder Woman theme was song was in my head for whatever That's reason. That's random. And I was like, coronavirus. So I was like, oh, let's make that thing. And then you had it, but then high pitch Eric is here and he's got a better female voice than, than the person you had. So this is our new coronavirus drop.
6: Coronavirus. Yes,
0: good job, Eric. Uh, Eric, you can see on Blue Bloods on Friday and uh, your Netflix cartoon debut is on Friday as well. Yes. With Yucko the Clown.
6: Yes, called Paradise PD.
0: All right, Paradise PD. And uh, real quick promo, you've got a a podcast now, a a police podcast.
6: I do a weekly podcast uh, every week. It's called Between Two Blue Balls. It's me and my co-host, And a NYPD retired cop. Okay. We talk about police-issued stuff and politics
0: all right you're busy i'm glad you fit us into the schedule eric thank you uh when we come back uh, we do have russ in gainesville more of your calls and johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review 404-872-0750-1800 wsb talk i don't know the last time you put together a resume if you're listening to me right now i can't remember the last time i put together a resume deb green you're you're a transient radio folk you probably have the resume updated all the <laughs> I do time it right? every
4: year every just year because of radio
0: because you you get well you also get stuff done like Guys like Chuck and myself, we're lazy. When was the last time you updated your resume, Chuck?
1: Oh, Lord. I don't know. Well over a decade when
4: ago. When you were hired here, probably. Yeah,
0: right? Uh, s- since you've been hired, you've updated it?
1: No, like a decade ago. Oh, a decade ago.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, I thought you said tany- a year I, ago. Yeah. Justin Ovi on the other side of the takeout window, do you constantly update your uh, resume?
1: No, like they were saying last time I updated it, it was when I got you hired here. You got your job
0: here. Yeah, I guess that's a... Uh, maybe I have a false sense of security that I don't need to update my resume. I wouldn't even know what to put on it. Just like... WSB Jackwagon from 1997 to 2020. That'd be pretty good. But, uh, but I remember when I first graduated college, I would kind of, and I'm not going to say I lied on my resume, but I'd fluff it up, you know? So I had actually a pretty decent resume coming out of college because I worked as a sports reporter for these newspapers in Connecticut and New York, and I had a legitimate thing, but I would kind of fluff up some of the other stuff, like my academics. I kind of fluffed it up, not lying, but like, uh, you know, I was on the, on the debate team for a year and i i wasn't very good but we were nationally ranked so i put you know member of the nationally ranked debate i mean i was not well that's true it was yeah, yeah. it was true-ish. i mean i was on the team i just i never actually debated uh, in in a match that really counted because Te-
1: technically correct which is the best kind of correct yeah
0: so i've never flat out lied on a resume someone got caught lying on the resume at the uh, department of revenue lied about a degree in criminal justice from the university of northwest florida and uh, Joshua Waits is his name. He was the director of Office of Special Investigations. He resigned uh, after it was found out he did not have that special degree from the University of Northwest Florida. So uh, apparently, that this is still going on well, in the, 2020. The
4: college doesn't exist. Is no, his it's flaw? A f-
0: <laughs> it's a f- oh, it's a faux college. Yes, uh, interesting. I don't know if I give him credit for inventing a college, like being really creative and being like, well, they can't check because there's no college. It they, sounds
4: generic enough, yeah, right? North, University of Northwest Florida. But
0: in Georgia, like that's close enough to be checked on. Like he should have said uh, University of Northwest Montana, right? Because that's that 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 could be familiar or not. Let me get some Montana music here, Justin. Um, right? Like how many colleges? A little lower. How many colleges are in uh, in Montana?
5: Like four-year colleges? I don't care. Oh, there's a lot. All right. Yeah, there there are. But there, well, that would lot. have been less checkable. Dull Knife checkable. Community College.
0: What is it? Dull Knife Community
1: College.
5: Dull Knife? Community College.
0: Shut up. Yeah. Fact check him right now, Deb Green. Up Dull
1: Knife Community College. I want to
0: see that. So here's my question. Uh, what's the biggest lie you've ever told on your resume? I do have a prize pack to give away for the biggest lie. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Russ in Gainesville joins us once again. Why Why'd you hang up on us, Russ?
1: Hey, I didn't. I thought you guys hung up on me. No, no, no. I just put
0: you on hold. Uh, So real quick, buddy, what's going on tonight in Gainesville?
1: I got to tell you this because it just happened to me. This is crazy. There was a girl named Talanta that used to live with me. I don't know if
0: you remember I know the name for sure.
1: Yeah, she texted me a minute ago and she says, what are you doing? I said, I'm going on the radio. And she says, what are you going to talk about? I said, Corona. She says, I don't like that beer. You want to see some pictures of me? Like. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, well, I mean, Corona beer moron, has lost. What I
0: say? They've, they've, their sales have dropped significantly because of coronavirus. Because Morons, you know I'm
3: wondering about that because I forgot about that beer.
0: Yeah, Morons um, like that girl Tatiana, whatever you said her name was, thinks you can get coronavirus Atlanta. from collect whatever uh can get it from yeah. coronavirus all right fact checking during the show deb green our own <laughs> yes. snopes uh, yeah. what dull knife community college
4: yep dull knife community college located in lame deer montana
0: lame deer montana it is a, uh, a reservation
4: native american yeah it's a reservation yeah. school
0: send what? me a, email me the link to their website Okay, C- can you i take, enroll
4: in online courses oh, we'll take online it courses. it might only be native americans that they take there
0: my my aunt is elizabeth warren so you I have uh and rest, rest in peace to, to her campaign, by <laughs> the way, I t- I don't want to talk too much politics, but I think uh, Eric probably mentioned it during the show. Uh, that's got to help Bernie's case. Right. So I, the, I think so. The extreme left yeah. uh, is going to is going to go. So it'll be it could be a nail biter between uh, Biden and Bernie. Who would you vote for between those two, Russ Biden or Bernie?
3: God, I mean, Trump's the best
1: thing that's ever happened. They're all jokes, in my opinion.
0: But I'm putting a, a would you rather question: Biden or Bernie, Russ? This is very important. Uh, uh, Bernie. All right, there you go, Russ. If you're looking for the uh, the swing vote, it's Russ in Gainesville, and he says Bernie. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Biggest lie you ever told on your resume, uh, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review.
6: And now on the Mark Aram show, it's time for the Fast Food Review.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height, Unknown Weight. Ooh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark
7: Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese and I aim. To please, any day of the week, any time of the day. Yeah, normally on a
0: Thursday, but since we had the mini show yesterday, uh, Johnny slid into Thursday. What's on the menu tonight, my friend?
7: Are, are the Bulldogs Dogs going to be playing every Wednesday? From,
0: from <laughs> Basketball season season's almost year. over, right? I mean, that
4: was our last game.
0: Last game. Okay, okay. yeah. So, depending on what goes Never on mind. in the SEC tournament, uh, we'll have full kielbasa access for the rest of the year.
7: Okay. All right, Mark. Well, non red meat season is in full swing, March is in full swing. And we've got a new player on the block when it comes to meat alternatives, and that's our old buddies at Church's Chicken. They got some new things going on, Mark, namely garlic butter. And they're going to take their new garlic butter and they're going to put it on just about anything they can, including some shrimp. Ooh. If you're sick of those fish sandwiches already. Why not go around the corner to Church's Chicken, grab some of their battered shrimp or tenders? or fries, or anything else, and dip them in this brand-new garlic butter. It's garlicky enough, it's buttery enough to get you through the
0: day. Interesting. Garlic butter shrimp from Church's Chicken. Yep. That sounds pretty amazing. High-pitch Eric in studio. Uh, does that tempt you, Eric? Garlic butter shrimp from Church's <laughs> Chicken?
6: That sounds appetizing. Yeah. I mean, you know, we had uh, Shake Shack.
0: Yeah, we had Shake Shack, and Shack today. I never
6: had Shake Shack. And for Mark, fir- I'd
7: like to fill up high pitch's belly button with some of that garlic butter and dip, <laughs> all and, night long.
6: And for the first time, the hot dog with the fried onions.
0: Yeah, the Shakemeister, Meister hot dog.
6: The best.
0: It was really good, and we yes. had the Meister oh, burger. Um, the, the problem, though, Eric. Uh, you, so you drove out, drove down from New York. I would imagine, Johnny, uh, that garlic butter has got to be a little messy while you're driving.
7: It is. So that's why they make those little adapters in the newer cup holders that kind of have the arms out so you can put a small thing in there or a large thing, and it will still catch it. So if you get it right the in there right, you can get it. Yeah. Excellent. Or you can put a plastic top plastic top on top of it and then just take a pencil or a pen and just shove it
0: right through the top. Then you've got, like, a little pork spout for your garlic butter. <laughs> Beautiful. Eric, uh, so you— It's great you'd, to be
7: on the radio with high pitch, by the way. It's a, it's it's a, a
0: lifelong mouthful. dream for Johnny exactly. Kielbasa. So, Eric, you drove down from New York to Atlanta— did you stop at any fast food restaurants on the way? You wanted to just tell Johnny what you stopped, what you ate on the way down?
6: Yes, I stopped at, at a couple of Starbucks. Okay. And I stopped at Roy Rogers. Oh. That, that, that still exists.
0: That still exists? Did you get yeah. the, the roast beef sandwich there, I would imagine?
6: Yeah, with the American cheese.
0: American cheese, roast beef. Roy Rogers still exists, Johnny Kilbasa.
7: We know that only on certain <laughs> spots. Was that on I ninety five or is that on I eighty five coming uh, down?
6: I ninety five.
0: Yeah, always good to see Roy Rogers still still out there doing what they do. Yeah. I guess is that still part of the Arby's family, Johnny, or is that separate?
7: Uh, it's not part of
0: Yum's brand. If you if okay, you, no, I think they're on their own. They're on I'll their own. A little more I can't remember the last time I had a Roy Rogers. Oh
6: my god! What great. about
0: Arthur Treachers? You ever had Arthur? Speaking of fried shrimp, Arthur Treachers. You ever had that, Eric?
6: I've had that. A long time ago.
0: So I fact check this, Dev. This is I. I meant to bring this up with you, Johnny. Do you know the uh, the origins of the word hush puppies? Do you guys, I do. Any, do you know, Johnny? I do. I do know the origins. Tell, of all right, hush tell puppies. the folks. You know what hush puppies are, Eric, right? Yes. Yeah. Tell tell the folks allegedly how the name hush puppy started, Johnny. Well, back uh,
7: back in the day, down in the south. When everything's getting breaded and deep fried, the dogs would always be running around saying, give me some of that, give me some of that. So they'd take a little of the dough and they'd fry it up by itself and throw it at the dog and say,
4: hush, puppy.
0: Is that? Is that? Did you fact check that? Is that? I heard a different, uh, kind of a different story. Debbie. I'm trying
4: to find the, the origin of the story. So
0: what I heard was a little more, I don't know. It might be less accurate, but it's more. I'm hist-
7: better than Google any day of the week.
0: So, But I have the similar story, Johnny, except what I read. And again, I don't know if this is true. Deb's going to check that one uh, in the South during uh, pre-Civil War days when slaves wanted to run away, they would fry up cornbread to distract the dogs that were working at the plantations to hush the puppies. Like if they saw, you know, the dogs saw them trying to escape, they would throw these hush puppies at them. To, you know, you know, if you're getting chased by a dog, you throw a steak at him or whatever in the movies. But apparently this, and I don't know if it's true, but if it's true, that's kind of an amazing story. I guess either way, we're, we're similar on what it is. There's a
4: couple is. different versions, I, I guess, depending on I who like you talk, talk to. Yeah. yeah, but that's in there.
0: That's in there. Yeah, all right. I just I saw that the other day. I was like, oh, man, I've got to bring it up to Johnny. All right, Johnny K., we appreciate you as always. And
6: if high pitch is high, <laughs> so am I.
7: Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the SausageJoy podcast on any podcast app or JohnnyKilbasa.com. All things
0: Kilbasa on JohnnyKilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. My man, Johnny Kilbasa. Bean joins us on the show. What's going on, brother? What's up, buddy? Biggest lie you ever told on your resume, was that to get into the uh, WSB traffic team? Is that what the lie was?
5: Uh, I have no idea what you're
0: talking about, but it might have. Uh, But on my resume, it says uh, that I got an associate's degree. Okay. Or, excuse me, a bachelor's degree, and I only have associates. Oh, but you did—you had the correct institution. You didn't make up an institution. No, definitely didn't. Like, no, Kennesaw State is real. Like yeah. Dull Knife College. No. It's a real State. thing. Hey, no, oh, Deb sent me the link. It's a real thing. Yeah. Northern <laughs> Cheyenne Indian Reservation in southeastern Montana. Yep. How are Incredible. The, how are the co-eds there at Dull Knife College?
5: Uh, not bad.
0: Not bad. All right. Bad. There you go. Being good to hear from you. Give uh, all my love to your smoking hot wife. I will. All right. Uh, Marion is in Snailville. Marion, what's the biggest lie you ever told on your resume?
3: Hey, Mark. Uh, the biggest lie I ever told was that I had a bachelor's and I only had a semester.
0: Oh, all right. Do you know what's funny on Facebook? So if, if you, are you guys all on Facebook? <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, everyone. No. All I, right.
1: I don't do any social media.
0: So so good for you. So uh, Facebook, if you put down what college you you went to, It just says attended like it doesn't say graduated from because Zuckerberg never graduated from Harvard. So he didn't want to have that on there. He just wanted it to to say attended because he attended Harvard, but he never graduated so I guess that's, uh, you know, similar. All right, interesting. A lot of people lying about degrees. Biggest lie you ever told on your resume, giving away a prize pack for the best answer. What are we giving away, by the way, Doug Green? We
4: got tickets to see the Goo Goo Dolls and Lifehouse at Chastain.
0: Damn, that's a good uh, concert right there. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. With High Pitch Eric in studio, it's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Final segment of the show. Biggest lie you've ever told on your resume. Charles joins us in Athens. Charles, what did you lie about in your resume, buddy? Hey,
1: how's it going? I used to work for a radio station. And, um, when I left, I put on my resume that, I, I was part of the morning show, I guess, hosting, mm-hmm. uh, but really, I just played the sound effects. I was like a studio <laughs> producer, so I was good at the sound effects and
0: everything. Well, so you just—it uh, wasn't a huge lie. You just exaggerated a little bit your role.
1: Yeah, sort of. Is a high pitch still there?
0: Yeah, he's right here.
1: Yeah. Hey, high pitch. Remember, who's high pitch? This is Kelly Clarkson.
0: <laughs> yes. Rest in peace to uh, to Eric the actor. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. indeed. Appreciate you calling, Charles. Uh, Austin is in Alpharetta. Austin, welcome to the Mark Aaron Show. How are you?
1: Hey, Mark. Uh, recent movie down here to Alpharetta, Georgia. But biggest lie I told my resume was that I developed an app during an internship, where all I did was test the features on the app and rec- recommend aesthetic changes.
0: So you, you were yeah. involved in the app, but you didn't really create the app.
1: Create the app. You know, i more so ran crash tests on the app. Did and did so they, can- did you get called
0: out on your lie or no?
1: No, I haven't. I just
0: changed this color, dot this eye, cross this two. <laughs> Boom. That, that's worthy enough for uh, some tickets. Hang on the line, uh, Alston. Loti's going to get some info from you. What did he want again there, Deb Green? Tickets
4: to go see Goo Goo Dolls, Lifehouse, and Forest Black, August 30th at Chastain.
0: Beautiful. Give a shout-out to Jolie, Eric, before we get out of here.
4: Hey, I want to say hello to Jolie. We're going to hang out this
6: weekend and go see you, surely. Yeah. Over at the,
0: the Highland Tap Barroom. Yes. Highland Inn Barroom, tap room. Saturday room. night. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, I'll see you then, Jolie. Let's do Star of the Show there, Justin.
4: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the A lot of contenders
0: Sandra Parrish, Wes Moss, Sanjay, Johnny K., but our guest of honor wins Star of the Show tonight. Uh, our friend, High Pitch Eric. Thanks for coming in, Eric. Always good to see you, my friend.
6: Always good to see you, too. And you're awesome.
0: That, you're awesome, buddy. Uh, we got an awesome show tomorrow. Full two hours, so make sure you check in with us. We will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.